Welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. Yes, this is your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Today in episode 57, we're going to be talking about the choices you make matter. Yep, you heard me right. The choices you make matter. Stay tuned. We're diving in. Thanks for joining. Well, we have taken a little bit of time off this last week from posting any new episodes and had some of you reach out, wonder where I went. Uh, Just had a busy week, had to make a couple trips out of state and uh, was just one of those weeks. So I apologize for not posting anything last week, but you know what? It's good. You probably all need a break from me and I probably needed a break from podcasting. Today, I want to talk about something that has probably these points that I'm going to make today, and you'll understand what I'm going to say here in just a moment, but in our current climate, in our current situation with everything going on with this pandemic and governments or, or states and governors coming down on businesses and churches and everything that's going on, it is revealing a lot about people. I was talking with someone the other day, and I said, you know, this virus seems to have a greater effect, a greater damage on people that have physically underlying conditions, and I'm seeing the same thing spiritually. It's revealing things about people and where they are in their spiritual condition. When I think of our current climate and the challenges that are ahead of us, I think it's an incredible season of growth personally, incredible season of growth for churches. This shouldn't be something that's holding us back. It should be launching us forward. And I'm seeing that in a lot of people. I told someone the other day also, I said, you know, in this climate, the stronger are getting stronger, the weaker are getting weaker. When you compare where we are right now to, let's say, the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt and faced the challenge of going into the promised land, number one, it was a land that God promised to give them. Now, when the spies went in, 10 of them came back saying it wasn't possible. That choice sealed the fate of an entire generation. Now, When you look at the choices the Israelites made when they were in the wilderness after coming up out of Egypt, it it is staggering to see some of the parallels that are going on right now from that story to where we are currently. And it shows us that the decisions we make in life as parents, as young adults, as students can, can influence our futures can influence the direction. It affects our lives. Whether you make a right or wrong choice, it affects your life for years to come. Now, several years ago, I I have a system where I file a lot of 
notes, illustrations, stories, things that I come across that I may use later in, in speaking, in writing. And I came across something that were, it's, it's basically 12 points that show us the choices that the Israelites made. I think I originally called it 12 ways to make sure your children will fail, but I thought that might be a bit negative as as a podcast episode. So I just want to talk about the choices you make matter. This doesn't just apply to parents. This applies to all of us. But I want us to hear it today because I think it's vital and I think it's important. When God desired to lead the children of Israel into the promised land, they had to make a choice on what to do. The 10 came back with a negative report, and it brought about a lot of issues in in their life. Now, the first point I want to make in what the children of Israel decided on is they basically said, I do not have faith. As I mentioned, when God desired to lead them into the promised land, they sided with the majority who felt that they had neither the resources, they didn't have the ability to to accomplish this huge mission that was in front of them. After all, there is safety in numbers, and the majority should rule. That's the only fair way. That was their thinking. Another choice that I think they made is simply this, and I'm going to talk in I'll talk in the first person, like I'm like I'm an Israelite today, okay? Father Abraham, I'm just kidding. When things didn't, point number two, or decision, or choice number two, when things didn't please me, I longed for the past. Basically, that's saying I valued the confinement of the familiar past more than I anticipated the joys of a, of a free and limitless future. When things didn't please me, I longed for the past. The third thing that I see from this is when nobody was there to make me live for God, I became an an idolater. Let me say that again. When nobody was there to make me live for God, I became an idolater. We're seeing this in today's culture. People are are not connected to church. They're they're staying out of church, and and I believe there's health reasons, and I'm not here to, to, to make a point on any of that. I want everyone to be safe. I think we all know that. But if you're not careful... You can allow things in your life to become an idol. When nobody was there to make me live for God, I became an idolater. Serving God was, well, serving, work. It was effort. It never became a relationship. You've got to make your relationship with God a priority. Here's another thing that I see from the children of Israel. They said, I blamed my leaders when things got tough. I refused to take responsibility for my own choices and actions. I didn't ask to be born, and this little trek in the desert was hardly my idea, so why shouldn't I put the blame where it belongs? Another point, I made an issue of what I perceived as my leader's mistakes. I made sure my leader and everyone else knew when I disagreed with them. The fact that One can never destroy their leader's authority without compromising their own wasn't important to me. That's powerful right there. The fact that one can never destroy their leader's authority without compromising their their own wasn't important to me. Another choice, I always saw the bad side of things. 
When so many experiences are bad, how can you not notice? Some people just see the negative of this pandemic, the negative of what the government is doing, the negative of what so-and-so is doing. You've got to look at things differently. And we've talked about that a lot on this podcast. Here's another one. I didn't take God's word seriously. You've got to admit, some of it just doesn't make sense. Come on, killing your best lamb? Isn't blood blood? And isn't blood the whole point of the sacrifice? So what if the lamb only has three legs? What's the big deal? It still has plenty of blood. Why does our tribe have to set up camp in the exact exact position relative to the tabernacle every time? What difference does it make? I really don't need some preacher telling me what God means. I can read and think for myself. Well, I'll just let that one hang there. I'm talking from the perspective of the Israelites. Here's another one. I expected success to always come easily. I don't see a God who can create a universe in six days, needing 40 years to get me to the promised land. He can create the earth by speaking words, yet expects me to walk all the way to my new home. Please, come on. Here's another one. I made sure my leader knew when I wasn't happy. Hey, he's the one who said God was going to tell him how to get us all to this wonderful land that flows with milk and honey. The good time he promised isn't exactly what I'm currently going through right now. So, Don't blame me for talking about it. He's the one you ought to be complaining about. It's not my fault that I'm not seeing this in my life. How about this one? I didn't have the guts to stand up and speak out for God. I'm not a preacher. God never spoke to me out of a burning bush. Sure, I saw a few amazing things like, uh, like water coming out of a rock and quail covering the ground every evening and rivers parting so uh, we could walk through and a million people or so could walk through on dry land but does that mean that i'm now god's attorney there are other people who are better at that sort of thing anyway i I can't take a chance on offending some of these guys i've got to live with them you know just a couple more i valued the familiar more than i treasured the future can you think of this This is their perspective. With the familiar, at least you know what you've got. The future is uncertain, and there are no guarantees. A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. I I don't don't even know what that means. And finally, the Israelites said things like, "I I preferred earthly things over heavenly things. They called it angel's food, manna, but after a while, you grow tired of that light and fluffy stuff. We may not have had a lot in Egypt. We may have been beaten, but the onion and garlic certainly livened up the cuisine a bit. But what's it to you? Get off my back, okay? You, you never had to live my life, so stop judging me. Now, Each of these 12 are very interesting points, and definitely I think there's some things that we should examine to make sure that we are leaning forward into the promises that God has for our lives and for our future and for our families. I want my family, I want my children, I want the future to have the right ingredients of faith as they move forward in life, no matter what the circumstances may look like. But this depends on my ability to walk close to God and live to the level of faith that he expects me to live to. Don't live your life valuing the familiar more than you treasure the future. Don't live your life preferring earthly things over heavenly things. 
have the guts to stand up and speak out for God. Don't don't always be on a pity party and want to blame everybody else for your lack of growth or your lack of spirituality or your lack of progress. Success isn't always going to come easy in our lives. We have to work for it. Take the word of God seriously. Don't look at the bad side of things. Look at how good God is and what he has provided for us. Don't point out your leader's mistakes or everyone makes mistakes. We all do. Don't point out their mistake or somebody else's. Look where you're at. Don't blame others when things get tough in your life. Live for God. Don't become an idolater. Live for God, even if nobody else is standing with you. And when things don't work out, don't start looking back toward Egypt. That's not the best place to look. Have faith. Know that God's working. Know that God is on your side. Know that you're going to get through this, but you got to trust in God. So glad you've joined us today. Thank you. If you want to hear more about what is going on with the Darren Sargent Show, visit my website, darrensargent.com. Glad you've joined us. Have an awesome day, an incredible week. I believe good things are ahead for you. In Jesus' name, out.